We're looking for mountains. I don't see any. In the recording bar. Wait, maybe. A oh, little it's bit. like tiny, 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 tiny Tim. Oh my gosh, tiny Tim! <laughs> yeah, the mountains are back. Oh my god, you guys! We just recorded like twenty minutes of audio, and I don't think any of it worked. Um, we're we're gonna blame my speaker plugged in. But we're not really sure, honestly, what happened. We just know we didn't see the mountains. The Garage Band, if you're listening, what the fuck? Why? Yeah. We know you listen to our podcast, so. Uh, so, yeah, we lost about 20 minutes of content, but we're just going to kind of pick up where we left off. Um, welcome. And I'm sick, so that was one intro that I'll do yeah. again. I know I sound sick, so yes, I am very nasally, but, you know, tutoring life. That's the way it is. Those kids are infecting her. You gotta you gotta be around those little mongrels all the time. They're not even mongrels, they're high school kids, but still they have those germs. What is mongrel? Does that mean a kid or I thought it meant like a like a dirty dog? I think it's like I think a mongrel actually I think it might be racist. <laughs> but not in a way that I mean. I think it's like an Asian thing. Isn't that oh, some, or no, I think of something else that I won't say. A mongrel is like would you say it's spelled like that? Mongol? Yeah, yeah, right? I don't know. Where am I? This word sounds so familiar, but I hope it's not racist. I'm thinking of a different M. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because it's a word you'll hear in other ways. It's not racist, but it's like to do with race. Yeah. But not mongrel, maybe? Okay, mongrel means a dog of no definable type or breed. Any animal resulting from crossing of different breeds are typed or offensive, a person of mixed descent. So see. Oh, that's right. But I just mean it as. I think of it in the dog sense. So when I say mongrel for a kid, I'm thinking like um, like half dog, half kid, like just wild animal type of. Like rugrats. Rugrats. Yeah. Like rugrats. But of course, everything is used in racial terms. Mutts are the best kind of dogs, and purebreds are basically incestuous babies. Yeah, so they have health problems because of that. I feel yeah, we're offending tons so of people with purebreds. Oh, if you have a poodle, um, oh, sorry. <laughs> Just remember, there are dogs like Rocco. Adopt, don't shop. Ruin the world. <laughs> but to each his own. But still, adopt, don't shop. Um, so. I'm trying to think of anything we talked about that was important that we want to brush over really I feel quickly. Like maybe we could talk a little bit about meditation again before the end, but maybe I think you have to start over with your story. Oh, for sure. And then okay. maybe start there and then we can go. Well, it's I feel like it was a brilliant segue into the story <laughs> because we were talking about technology oh, and we yeah. were talking about how it's like we're so reliant on technology now and um, this was all related to Heidi talking about watching War of the Worlds. If you yes. want to recap that really quickly on like, because your goal last time was to watch it, but you're kind of going a longer route. Uh-huh. So I went to go watch War of the Worlds because that was randomly my goal. And then I started watching and I was getting stressed, but thinking about the beings as being like AI maybe rather than like humanoid type aliens that we're used to seeing. And when the aliens arrive, um, the tech, the power goes out, and also people's watch stop, watches stop. So there's like a technological um, problem, I guess. So people interference. Like, interference. There we go. So like people are can't use the things they're used to relying upon. So I was like, is H.G. Wells trying to back in the past make a prediction about a future? But I'm like, oh, I don't know. When did that? When did that come out? I think. The movie came out in like the nineteen mid nineteen hundreds. There he is, protecting. <laughs> Rocco's scared. Um, oh yes, no, Rocco is here. Us. He's our young Jamie. We have him fact checking things. Um, he's my dog, and <laughs> so sometimes if we say facts that sound a little crazy or dates that sound very wrong, um, he's trying his best. He's working hard. He's at his little dog computer, and he tries to look up his things as best he can. <laughs> his little tap-tap paws. Um, 
But yeah, so you think he was oh, making yeah. a statement about AI? Well, I'm wondering. So I'm going back, and I read the book when I was younger, but I'm like listening to the audiobook now to kind of see what is in the root of the story. But we'll be back to that. But we were talking about how um, we're not used to like existing without technology. Right. We are advancing so much using it, but then without it, we're kind of becoming like it's it's making it so we can't function without it. Um, so we're. And I was saying how it could be like a form of um, terrorism or like to, to knock out a country's power grid because it would just disrupt so many things. And not only that, but like if an asteroid or something were to hit and knock out the power grid, there's estimates that it would take like months to fix it. Like if a major power grid was knocked out and the amount of damage and like think no power in your house, but also no power at any grocery store like anywhere and so there's no way to get like food and then all jobs stop everything stops and it would just be so crazy like um, we like medical conditions and like that's a good lives. point yeah it's like everything would just go to shit like it would be so chaotic like I, we yeah. wouldn't survive we've built a we've built our society to rely on technology so heavily that i feel like we wouldn't survive but um I, that led me to a story about my trip to Arkansas a few weeks ago. So I went on a jog, walk, jog, run, whatever, for like um, from the house in Arkansas. We were staying, me and my boyfriend were staying with this married couple and their baby. They were watching the LSU game during the day, and I was just going to go on a run. It was like 30 minutes away to a grocery store, and then it would be like 30 minutes back. So I was gone for like an hour and a half, two hours. And um, I knew my phone was going to die on the way, or at least on the way back. Like I just realized it was low. But it wasn't a big deal because Matt had sent me the address that we were staying at. So what I did was on my way back, I was like, no big deal. It's going to die. But it's Arkansas, so everything's kind of um, easy to find. Like there was only maybe three streets you know, between the grocery store and the neighborhood because um, they're just long, winding streets, just like cows and pastures. Like, it's not... There's a lot of landmarks as far as farms and stuff. So I was like, this will be fine. I'll just open it up, and I'll look at the way I'm supposed to go, left, right, whatever, and I'll know how to go. And so I do that, and I know I made one mistake on the way to the neighborhood, but I got to the neighborhood... And I knew it was the neighborhood because there had been this joke going on. So it was called Silo Falls was the neighborhood. And there's this big silo in the front, which I explained before. It was like, it's like a water tower, but it basically looks just like a giant dick. <laughs> and it was a joke with the guys. Like every time we would leave the neighborhood or come back, like, oh, man, it looks like a dick. Like every time. So there was no mistaking I was in the right neighborhood. <laughs> Because there's this giant dick in the front of the neighborhood. So I know I'm in the right place. I go to the address that Matt sent me, and it's not the right house. And I was like, oh, my God, great. Like, I look around, like, is it the house next to it or, like, whatever. And I know what the house looked like, and it was on a corner even. So I was just like, this is not right. Like, it's the corner lot is not their house. I'm not in the right place. Um... The address he had sent me had a west in it, and the street was actually just Armoire Street with no west. So I was like, maybe there's two of these streets, and I'm on the wrong one. So I, there was a bunch of people outside doing yard work and stuff, because this is around like three or four. It was a beautiful day. It was an all right day, but this is like a neighborhood where they care a lot about their lawns. Oh, like. okay. And they're all outside. I think it was probably a beautiful day for Arkansas. I thought it was cold. Yeah, but yeah, okay. for them it was probably like perfect. Mm -hmm. So I asked one person, and I was like, "Is there a west of this street?" And they were like, "No," and they were like, um, "Are you sure you're in the right neighborhood? Like, there's no street like that." And then I knew it was because of the dick. And then, <laughs> um, I but I didn't say that to them. I was just like, "Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> Trust me." So I um keep asking like I keep just walking I basically walked around for maybe like 20 minutes just I went back to the front of the neighborhood the neighborhood was big and I was like 
I know we had been in and out of the neighborhood a few times. So I kind of knew like we turn once at the beginning and then two more streets or something like that. So I kind of tried to like backtrace, but that didn't work out. So then I asked this one couple, um, I told them the situation and I kind of wanted to either use their charger or use their phone and they didn't offer. So it was kind of like, um, I wasn't going to ask because they didn't offer and they were just kind of like, oh, well, good luck. And they like felt bad for me. They were like, I'm sorry. Like, hope you find it. I was just like, okay. Cause I told them my phone was dead. I was hoping they would offer to, you know, do something, but whatever. So then I had to be more upfront with the second guy. I went up to another person and I was like, look, um, this is a situation. Like, could you help me? I'm, I went for a run. I'm staying with my, my friend's house from out of town. My boyfriend gave me the wrong address. It's I know it's this neighborhood, but I don't know what house. Um, could I use your charger? Which I wanted to use this charger instead of using their phone because I don't even have Matt's mem- number memorized, which, by the way, is another way that we're completely relying on technology. Like I don't, We don't even have some of the closest people in our lives numbers memorized yeah. because... You don't need to. Like, you're not actually dialing it. So I didn't know his number at all. And then I was, like, kind of panicking. Like, I had some anxiety because I was like, the sun's going down soon. And we were going to dinner that night. They're going to come out looking for me because they're going to know this is, like, way too long and my phone's off. But they're going to leave the neighborhood and go look, you know. It's still good. Okay. I have paranoia now. Uh, but I'm like, they're going to come out, leave the neighborhood and go look for me elsewhere. They're not going to think I'm roaming around the neighborhood looking for their house. So I was like, I, they would not even find me. Like, this would be a whole mess. So he, I asked for the charger. He's like, we all have Androids in this house. So I was like, shit, because I have an iPhone. But he had an iPad charger. So he put plugs that into his car, starts his car, and the charger will just not charge my phone. Like... So I'm sitting there waiting. I'm so uncomfortable because you're just sitting with this guy. I'm asking him, like, so when did y'all move here? Like, he's, like, from Colorado and, like, told me all about that. And, like, I'm just, like, please charge, phone. Like, this is so awkward. Like, And then um, it doesn't come on after, like, a long period of time. So I just had to use his phone, call my mom because I do know her number, and then have her tell me Matt's number call him from an unknown number hope he answers because like that's the thing too right Uh it's like you're calling from some stranger's phone you hope your friend or whoever you're calling answers because a lot of people don't even answer i don't answer calls from unknown numbers in the middle of the day but he's probably like where's (laughs) my well my mom didn't even answer the first time i had to text her and say this is nina answer the phone (laughs) and then she answered um but so, yeah, then I told him they ended up being on that same street I was currently on, but on the other side. So I don't even understand how this is possible. But Blake, the guy whose house we we're staying at, sent Matt the wrong address when he told him the house. He's like, yeah, that's, not, that's not our address. <laughs> He's like, I don't know why. I, I don't know how I sent you the wrong address. And I was like, you don't know your own house address? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. Just because my phone died, I thought I'd be okay, but without an address, I was like completely lost in another state. <laughs> and then was there like a moment of reunion that was wonderful? No, they didn't no. even think it was a big deal. They were just watching the game. They were like what Like like my point is they didn't realize I was like lost. Yeah. They thought I was just taking a long time on yeah. my walk. Um All right. I- <laughs> Matt sent me a text and said do you breathe? But he was like kidding. No one yeah. thought, you know, because um, no one thought that I would have this like wrong address. I don't yeah. know. But um, it was funny because when we got in the car, I started being like, yeah, Matt, you sent me the wrong address. Like, what the hell? Like kind of making fun of him. And then Blake was like, that's because I sent him the wrong address. I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, it's OK. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah, man. it was intense. it was a wild ride. A wild ride. Um, but that was where we left off. I was right in the middle of that story when it, well, towards the end of that story when it cut out. So that was my quick recap on that. Now you guys know. 
Well, and your goal was like, well, like meditation, but mindfulness sort of, I feel like that maybe sort of forced you to be. Probably. Although maybe unpleasant, like you had to. Very present. Very present. I was talking to my sister about um, like whenever I'll travel, you're having to sort of figure out a new city, like figure out how to get places. You don't know people. You don't know where to go. Um, Maybe you don't know the language. Or whatever and I always like feel really good and like inspired and happy and whatever like full of life after traveling and she my sister was like talking about how your brain it's like good for your brain to oh I think that makes a lot of sense work yeah it's like doing it's like you're using it in ways you don't normally and wonder how much of that we've lost just from not using it like nearly as much as you would back in the day yeah I feel like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like in the 60s and stuff? It feels so good to sort of sometimes have like, like when you go to the mountains and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not on my phone or whatever. I need to text you. And everybody says it. Feels so good. good. Yes, yes. Everyone says it's like so refreshing. Yesterday, um, I went to. Um, I told you I was going on like a long run and I was trying to figure out where I wanted to go um, because I've been like exploring different places for each run and I was like oh I'll go to Holly Grove to see that like little Wayne mural that was in (laughs) Drake's video because like oh I wanted to see it I haven't been in this area so I like kind of mapped out a path and I'm like this will be fine and I'll have to like kill some extra miles to get up to what I want to do but then I like kept getting lost um I kept, I had my phone and my maps though, so I was fine, but like, um, I would just not check it all the time, so I kept being like, oh, I just have to go up like a block and then turn, but for some reason I went the wrong way, and normally I'm like pretty good at directions, I don't know if Uh I was tired, maybe that'll be my excuse, but I'd be like, okay, it's only like one mile away, and then I check my phone later, and then I'd be like, now it's two miles away. Oh, and, and you're like, this isn't I right. I this, like, several times. Like, I finally made it there, and I was like, oh, this is cool. This is fun. And I was, like, went through all these new neighborhoods to get there. You're good. Keep going. And then on the way back, I was, like, made my way, and then I was like, I'm going to go down Fountain Blue. This street is, like, beautiful and fun. And I did the same thing where I went the wrong way for, like, a mile and oh a half. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, like, luckily I had the phone and stuff so I could see my error and turn around. But I feel like... I don't know what I'm getting at. I felt like it was fun to just sort of explore other parts of yeah. New Orleans because sometimes I feel like it's small or I'm like totally. whatever. But then I'm like, this is this whole other area. I'm seeing different people. But you wouldn't have seen if you had gone the right way completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just like a little way to get out of my comfort zone and then feel feel inspired. I wanted to get a beer on the way home. but <laughs> Is that like a post-run thing you feel a lot like a beer? Like is a lot of people say they really like, because I don't drink beer, oh. but I feel like a lot of people do say they crave it after a run, kind of. I like to after races. Like normally after running, I don't want to drink. I want like fruit or uh, juice or yeah. something. Like yeah. grapefruit juice is so good. But I think like after races, they'll often give you beer and like a Hefeweizen. It tastes like water like if you're really thirsty and you want water that's like how it tastes i gotcha i gotcha so yeah yesterday i was like so i'm like i just want beer but then the bar people were ignoring me and what bar um harvey's oh it's on like napoleon and saint charles okay and i i don't know i was like i don't have my id anyways because new orleans can be intense with that shockingly (laughs) Yeah, well, my friends, like, made fun of me in New York for pulling out my ID. And I'm like, people in New Orleans will ID you no matter what. But it depends on the bar. It depends on the bar. But, yeah, I think they just know a lot of underage people that like, come to New Orleans trying to, like, hang, get some drinks and whatevs. And the cops will come get them. Yeah. But it was a great adventure day. I'm really happy. And I didn't have to talk to strangers um <laughs> talk to strangers <laughs> to i did i did <laughs> yeah so all in all easy 
Are you looking at your thing? Yeah, I'm just looking what at, other like... What notes do you have? I wrote down, like, therapy and stuff. stuff. Yeah, I have a few things um, concerning our mental health. Um, oh, we did a teaser for the mental health. Yeah. On our original beginning of the podcast. So just pretend you've been teased. Consider yourself teased. Consider yourself teased. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, what do you want to talk about next? Here's yours. I think that's yours. I don't know. Yeah, I have some on my phone and some on this notes. I wrote on here, is Rocco a rescue dog? Rocco is a rescue dog. Oh. Um, so Rocco's, he's like biting at the air right now. Rocco's, um, who is valiantly protecting us right now at Heidi's front door, making sure no bad guys come in. He's staring at the one little crack at your oh can he eat the roaches while he's here he'll kill them he won't eat them which is perfect oh, that's great i'll find them like i always find them like dead i don't get many but the few times i have they're always already dead because he kills them that's what i like to hear but if it's other little flying bugs he'll eat them he goes my dad always laughs because he goes <laughs> i'll just like bite the air and eat it um but yes rock was a rescue dog he was from a shelter in bogalusa i didn't plan on getting a dog but his mom was pregnant with him and the other puppies, and they were going to put her down because they didn't have room for the puppies in the shelter. So they were just going to euthanize her and obviously in turn euthanize the puppies. So these people at the front of my neighborhood, my parents' neighborhood, um, where I was living at the time I was in college, they would rescue dogs like that and like give them their vaccines and then give them away. Like, so that's what they did. So they rescued her mom, his mom, and then she had the puppies, and then they like, gave him and the other ones the first round of shots, and we were, like, giving them away at the front of the neighborhood. And I was like, I need it. I need one. And that's how it happened. Yeah. Nina just sent me the photo of him when he was a baby. That's right. <laughs> the other day. He, yeah, because I, I got him really it. young. He was, like, six weeks old. He is so perfect, and he just has grown into his natural habitat. He's staring at something. He keeps turning his Kill head. Kill the ghost. That's when they're confused. If it's a bad head. ghost. Look how much he, he never turns his head like this. <laughs> He's like literally like looking like this. Um, yes, Rocco's a rescue. Um, I asked you if you watched Rock War Worlds. Oh, also, a note I made while we were talking is we are sipping on Cocoa Bond. It is a wine from Trader Joe's that has been... Um, the bottles over there, but it's um, it's aged on espresso oak, yes. so it has a. You can't honestly. It's been open for a few days, so I couldn't taste it as much. But I swear it has this like coffee ish taste. Like it's just, it was sold out at Trader Joe's like twice oh, when I went. People love it. It's good. It's good. I wish I had more. We just had a little bit, but that's what we're sipping on. And um, do you want to? Do you have anything else before we delve into our topic? Um, I put on your thoughts on watching Happy Death Day. Oh. Since we talked about it. Yeah, I'll just say I liked it. It's um, it's like a Groundhog's Day, but like funny. It's like a funny horror, and it was good. I liked Groundhog's it. Groundhog's Day, good, like. Yeah. Whatever connection to that, because I totally forgot, and I hate Groundhog's Day when he. Yeah, me too, because we had to watch it for religion class. But Groundhog's (laughs) Day where he keeps waking up every day. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm saying it's kind of like the same thing. It is totally. Yeah. That type of movie. It was good. And he had to become a good person to not have it stop. She goes kind of the same way. Yeah. 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 She has to like improve her character. Yeah. Yeah. How to resolve. Well, just reminder to everyone who doesn't know. Or if you do know a reminder, but the, there's a Christmas movie coming out that's a horror movie. What is it? Um, and it's by the Happy Death Day people. Oh yeah, you were just. Let talking. me see. I sent Nina a thing. I also want to see the cheesy Christmas one. Oh yeah, <laughs> you were talking Christmas about a or something. Yeah, a rom- I'm a in rom-com. the mood for a rom com. Black Christmas. Sisters never stand down. From Bloomhouse. <laughs> it's called Black Christmas. The producer of Happy Death read, Day. Will you read the whole description in that voice? <laughs> in theaters, Friday, <laughs> the 13th of December. <laughs> Do Christmas lights expire? Dun, dun, dun. 
Oh, I like that. Do Christmas lights expire? We're gonna get um. We're gonna get both. <laughs> well, you guys go look it up. <laughs> Wait, what do they actually call it though? It's called Black Christmas. No, like um. Oh, we're gonna this. They say um um. Claimed, claimed, claimed. That movie will like claim you. This podcast I listen to plays trailers and will like talk about the trailer, and they got claimed by that company. Like they're like whatever you made on this podcast goes to us. Which for us is zero dollars, so I don't think we have to worry. Forever or just that episode? until they dispute it, which they can't. Yeah, just that episode, but Ew. they'll dispute it and like yeah, they're which like they're like that's so stupid because that's what they said. They're like, we're playing your pod, your trailer that you want people to watch. Like, why would you care? Well, a trailer, yeah. Like I get it's one thing the to play the movie, movie yeah. But- a trailer is literally just their ad that's on. Which is like, yeah, you don't you want people to play your ad for your stuff, you know? Yeah. Whatever. Um, okay. Well, they could well, well yeah. let's talk about dun-dun-dun mental dun, dun, dun. health. It's not only our bodies that <laughs> have health. Or unhealth. <laughs> <laughs> it's our minds as our well. Our minds. And without our health, we have nothing. You okay. Just digging in her chest of surprises. I am looking for some <laughs> day, some day quill, which is just so exciting. Oh, I only have NyQuil in my house. Or I'd give it to you, but you'd pass it. I brought some. I have NyQuil as well. Do not worry. Do not fret, folks. I have both because I'm very sick. Um, Do you want any like ginger tea or something? No, I have. The, I'm fine. Okay. Um. So, one thing I have as far as mental health that we might want to start with because it's relevant to right now is seasonal changes. Is what I wrote as far as like we're just experiencing that, like the first little cold front and like lessening of sunshine. And I was just thinking of the ways that like that affects like your mood you know what i mean yeah like do you get sad when it gets like this a little bit some well, people get like legit seasonal depression yeah seasonal depression and then there's like the vitamin d and i think maybe like b12 deficiency from lack of sun um okay so maybe so i'm realizing i think cuz i'm from Oregon i guess and i'm used to being cold yeah and clouds there um and i hated the winter always this was like the time of year that i would start being like uh fuck it all um i mean so would you feel that when you were in oregon yeah and then so here that's part of the reason i wanted to move somewhere warm uh-huh um i came here and then last summer i loved the heat i was like this is great it's so hot and sweaty and humid it's wonderful but this summer it was like rough and i feel like i was starting to get like seasonal depression at like the like after months, like during September when I'm like, it's been so hot for so oh, long. Oh, that, yeah, that was and hard. I've been feeling like this like happiness this recently, <laughs> which is like really reminiscent to me of like the first sign of warmth in the spring in Oregon. Where oh, like that's interesting. You were feeling like reverse seasonal depression. Yeah, I'm like, this like fresh air feels so good. And I feel like. Oh my gosh, I'm like. <laughs> but so I definitely have like seasonal change experiences, and we'll see how it com- with when the winter comes. But I feel like it's just different than. I definitely feel like I do get like a little bummed, but I'm a big holidays person, so like Christmas definitely makes me like excited and happy, like all that stuff kind of yeah. makes me like. I just love something about like corny Christmas music. And oh like gosh, no. all the stuff a lot of people might hate because it just sign. I just love it because it signifies to me like a very certain time of the year. So I'm always like it's just the change about it, if that makes yeah. sense, is like really nice. And it's like I like to believe that everyone's nicer to each other during this time, but they're not like I'll admit that yeah. none of this is true or founded on anything <laughs> substantial. But I just really like the idea of Christmas. <laughs> Um, this is almost kind of news to me. Well, I know you like like holidays and things, but you're also very like casual, like how we like went out or we went to a party on Christmas. Yeah. So you're I, not like super like. 
family. We don't. It's only my immediate family that yeah. does Christmas. And then this year it'll be like Matt's family too. Will you guys but, do it all together? No. We'll oh, do. My do family does Christmas on Christmas Eve just because it's convenient and it's just us so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So we'll do like the whole Christmas thing, Christmas Eve. Then Christmas Day, I'll go to his parent, his house, which is like an all-out party. So again, it'll be a Christmas party. Yes. <laughs> and you can you should totally come to that as well. It's like everybody, like it's like his family is like a million people, but then it's just like friends and everybody comes. This is a big like, and they try to stay up all night. Like it'll be going on to like four or five in the morning. So yeah, it'll be. <laughs> so it's not like. I guess maybe that's why I like the holidays is because I don't have that like maybe pressure that a lot of people do with like family and having to like have these formal get togethers. Like I don't have that in the holidays. Yeah. Because Thanksgiving's the same way. It's just like get together, eat and drink. And your family drinks. That's good. And I'll be like in my pajamas. Like I don't have to like. <laughs> what about like presents and like the mall, you know, like, because that's another thing is, like, money and capitals. And it's so exciting. And... You go to the mall and it's, like, so chaotic. It's like, yes. You like that? Oh, my God. It's, like, so thrilling. I got <laughs> to, like, my poison. Wait. I find it thrilling. Oh, my gosh. Because I'm just, like, look at these maniacs. Like, it's like watching a good movie. I'm just, like, oh, my God. These people are so insane. I love this going there. Like, oh, I love going and watching people like be ridiculous like like you should go right before and watch all the dads like scrambling to get their kids gifts it's so funny and then people were like I I've never done the Black Friday thing but I wanted to last year just as an observer yeah. I wanted oh, to yeah, go so and watch people, people like be insane. Because you're not like, oh, I know. No, I'm not one of the people that's into it. I'm one of the people that thinks it's so funny that other that's people funny. are. I've done Black Friday before, but like in the afternoon. I've done that. Oh, I'll do that. I'll do that. But I'm not. I've never done the like my brother's girlfriend, her family, like her sisters and her. They make T-shirts. So they can find each other and stuff, which oh is like gosh. a kind of common thing, I think. Yeah. And they are up at like dawn. They have like That's a schedule. Insane. They have I a printed out schedule. Like we're going to here, here. And like I and they know like what they want. Like yeah, they try yeah. to do their Christmas shopping is what she told me. It's like they map out what they're getting everyone for Christmas. And then they try to get those items on Black Friday on sales. At, and it's like insane. That's wild. I can't. I could it's never. It's not for me. No. It's like barbaric, I'm which like, is why it's so funny. Like, hang out, drink, and watch a movie, and party. <laughs> but yeah, no, it is funny. I like watching men. Hold. The whole real t- retail side of it, like the mall, is just such a hoot. And it's so like much an fun. And ugly fucking tacky decorations. I don't know. I love. We love. <laughs> well, I'm having mixed feelings because I feel like part of me is a big Grinch. But I also love the Grinch, which is Christmas themed. Me too. So that's my gateway. (laughs) I hate Christmas. But um, I don't know. I think it's gotten better now that I've moved. Not because, like, I don't like my family. But it's just the religious stuff, like the church. But don't you feel as though that's so far from what we actually celebrate now with, like, Santa and reindeers, you know? I think, well, just, like, when I grew up, we would always go to, like, church services Mm. a bunch and like family arguments and tensions and like oh. stressful present yeah. situations and I feel like it's fine normally but something about like everyone being there and you have to are you going this year to them I don't think so yeah I wouldn't if I it would was go like that. visit them but like not at that not at that time, time. not at that time yeah um yeah I don't know like my roommate um one of my roommates in my previous house kind of like taught me that holidays are for like relaxing and she would always like make us food and we'd drink and just hang out and kind of relax without feeling guilty about it and like enjoy the holiday and then I finally Uh was like oh this is a better way to do it I went to Thanksgiving at 
this one friend's house. It was almost like a mutual, my friend's friend's house, but they, like, invited me to <laughs> sit over. And then we just, like, got drunk, and we, like, ate all day, and her grandma was hilarious. See, that's holidays for me. That's, like, the way yeah, it is. Yeah, and I'm like, this is fun. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I like the whole thing of it because I just, I don't know. I'm, like, a little jolly Nina. I get... <laughs> My mom You're always sends elf. me the Christmas countdown stuff. Like, I love Christmas. I just, I just love it. Then we are definitely going to see the Christmas horror and rom-com. Yes, yes. I guess, like, also because I hate the winter so much, and I think it's, like, a silver lining for me because if it was just the same as summer but cold and terrible, because, like, okay, for me, yeah. I want it to be 90 degrees all the time. So I like it's kind of a silver lining for the cold weather, I guess. Yeah, I feel like that is nice. Like, even Halloween being on Thursday was super fun. Mm -hmm. And, well, I love Halloween. Um, Me too. Yes, I do too. Love Halloween. costumes, spooky. I don't know. It's just a cool time. And it it was fun. Like, just at work, I wore, like, a pumpkin shirt to work. And then people who would normally, like, just be really quiet and not acknowledge me in the hallway, I could, like, see them, like, smile. (laughs) Yay! I don't know. I feel like people were happier. And I saw a flash mob at lunch doing, like, horror. No, they did Thriller, but they did a bunch of stuff. Oh, that's so fun! And it was cool. And so I was just like, okay, I feel like the cool air is coming. It's snuggly time. And I guess I'll accept the holidays. I can't believe this. Thanksgiving. We're at an impasse. Yeah. Yes. I'm Sam. I'm Mrs. Claus and you're the Grinch. You're Mrs. Claus. <laughs> Can I get that Grinch one that I've been talking about? And then yes, I, I remember you talking you about at it. The mall. Oh, we watched <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. So seasonals haven't kept us down too much. That's good. Um, what else about mental health? Um, therapy. I have that down too. I want to have it down to ask you how therapy's been going. Um, it's been good. I've been going more regularly just recently, but I feel like it's been helpful because I've kind of had the right mindset of just like getting to it and being open about talking about things and trying to, I don't know get better I guess or like make progress on my life um and also I mean I guess my therapist is probably pretty good yeah (laughs) she she just kind of like points things out or gets me talking but different areas of life I feel like I've been realizing things that have been there for a while but I never even really thought or like I knew maybe something was an issue but I didn't realize it in what way and just kind of like learning about it I've just had these like sort of epiphanies that make things click um, that she's been helping with. So Has that been really hard? I feel like that sounds... I feel like sometimes like I was doing once a week and I felt like that was a lot. So I switched to every other because it's just kind of intense and draining and then thinking a lot and getting confused about like who I should talk to and who might not be good or what. Yeah. I don't know. Like what, what am I going to do? But... Ultimately, I've been almost feeling like this sort of like high after going. Really? That's <laughs> like so good. good. Feeling about, yeah. Yeah. That's really good. But I feel like therapy is helpful. If you like go into it with the right mind and also your therapist is good. Yeah, I, um, I tried for, I talked to you about trying to, I think everybody should have a, therapist like my 13 year old client told her mom told me she just got her into therapy just because she's at a new school and there's a lot going on her plate and she said the daughter's like pissed oh. but she's like but she I, and I was like I think that's great like yeah like young kids that age like you know mm-hmm. that age, yeah be good look at him he's so precious just, Rocco. Just Rocco over there <laughs> No, we're not pro- dragging you on the carpet yeah. again. <laughs> I mean, it's good to talk to like a non-person not involved <coughs> in your life and who can kind of point things out or just name, like they have... Someone not actually involved experience. in their, um, what's the word, not biased? Yeah. Yeah, unbiased. 
Um, yeah. I, um... One thing that I struggle with that I'm dealing with right now, and I haven't told you this, um, Matt is moving in. Oh! And on December 1st, like he told his landlord, so it's official. After the Christmas parade, right? When is that? I don't know. It was on December 1st last year, but I'll look it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because you love Christmas. <laughs> yeah. But he's, yeah, I'm sure we'll have a move in before that, but... So I had to tell my parents just because, like, they're going to oh, find yeah. out. And you remember how they're, like, very against this for their mm-hmm. reasons, their religious. Like, so they they basically bought me my house as kind of, like, an early inheritance because we had some money from older um, people in my family, like, long story. But they said when they got me the house, they're like, we just don't want Matt living with you. That was the agreement. That was like three to four years ago. So I told my mom first because my dad's just very unpredictable and like I I struggle. So the reason I'm saying this now is like relating to mental health is like one thing I struggle with as far as like therapy and working stuff out is I have such a hard time communicating with, or being open with my parents because we just don't see eye to eye on so many things. And my way of dealing with this is to just not – ever address anything with them basically like I just live my own life I don't try to tell them like you're wrong about this or that like I don't agree with your political whatever I don't agree with your religious whatever like whatever it is right I just don't even bring it up because I'm like what's the point like they're so in their in their ways they don't want to hear what I have to say and I'm just yeah I'd rather just have a good relationship Uh and not bring it up because they just get so angry um so I had to tell them about this and I told my mom first, and she immediately. I told Matt after she was fine with it. She was like, cool, "Totally what? cool." I told Matt after I said, "I'm a little offend. I feel a little offended and a little old that she didn't care because <laughs> she said she's like, yeah, Nina, you're almost thirty. Like that's fine." And I was like, I told him, I was like, I want to be the young girl who can't live with her boyfriend because she's so impressionable and youthful. <laughs> I was like, but I'm not. I'm like old now. You're like, I want to be like, mommy, please. <laughs> Let me live. Cool. She's like chill. Was chill about it. She though. was totally. She even told me after she was like, I thought you were pregnant, and that was the plan, by the way. So I texted her early oh in the day, God. and I said, I have to tell you something. I said you're not going to be happy, and then I said I'll call you around five o'clock. And she was like, is it personal about you? I said, yes, it's about me. She said, is it bad? I said, it's not necessarily bad. (laughs) And I wanted her to think it was like, I'm pregnant or something worse. So when I told her, like, Matt's moving in, she'd be like, oh. And maybe, like, not be as upset. (laughs) Which is, she said she did think that. And she was like, that wouldn't even be a bad thing. Like, and I was like, who is this person? Yeah, what's up with your mom's but she's like, I mean, you know, you got to live your own life and you're like old enough. Like, it's fine. And I was like, oh, but that's not going to be my father. He's like, gets angry about everything. So you haven't told him yet? Or did your mom no, I was over there. Yes. Last night. Oh. And I didn't tell him because I did. I called my mom on Friday yeah. and I need a. I'm not telling him in person. I couldn't do it. Like, that's this, mom, this is what I'm saying. Mom wouldn't just tell him. To no, do she's that. waiting till I tell him. But oh, that's I might call him, I have to call him either tonight or tomorrow, but like, I'm dreading it so bad, it's like eating away at me, but I just like, and even when I talk to him, it's just, I'm not going to get into, like, I can't, I can't discuss things with my parents. Yeah. I don't know. I know, it's hard. Maybe we can just send him this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. I feel like sometimes it's almost weirder to talk to my dad, even though he's generally like more laissez-faire about stuff Uh because i don't know he's just not really like talkative and like in we're down like a close intimate relationship as much do you have that more with your mom or which one who would you say you have a more like who's the first person you like tell more details to i think definitely my mom but i also feel like my dad and i have that in like a I don't know I'm the same way me and my dad have a lot in common 
like interests and like little jokes and like growing yeah. up I was close like when I was a kid my dad was like my favorite person yeah but like yeah but I talk to my mom like all the time on text and like not my dad yeah I definitely talk to my mom on and my dad, I don't, like, talk to on the phone. The closest I ever really get is if he's, like, there when I'm talking to my mom. Yes. Like, they put me on speaker. Yes. That was fun. Or, like, every now and then he'll call me for, like, a minute. But sometimes that's just because to tell me someone has died. <laughs> oh, I think I remember <laughs> the last yeah, time that happened. Yeah, you were there for one of them. <laughs> but I think it's interesting. I don't know. I feel like he every now and then will, like, open up to me and, like, tell me advice or a story. But normally it's just, like, whatever. But do they ever question, like, decisions you make and you're, like, do they? Um, yeah, I feel like maybe less so now or maybe they just like my decisions better. But, like, when I had moved in with a boyfriend. Um, how old were you? How old was I? 20? I was, like, 24. Oh, oh you were young. Okay. I, yeah, but I'd been with him for several years, um, and they liked him. He's nice. But my mom got really mad because of the, like, religion thing. She's like, I mm-hmm. feel like you're taking a step closer to the path of sin or something. <laughs> she's like, I already knew you were having sex or something like that, which I didn't even know. Because sometimes she just acts like she just pretends none of that's happening. And Yeah. But I think she knows stuff. She just doesn't let on. Yeah. But then my dad was, like, so cool about it. And I wasn't sure with him because, I don't know. I think at the end of the day, he's like, your boyfriend is nice and I trust him. So I feel like it's fine. Like, if he'd been, if he didn't, like, if it had been my ex who he hated, you know, he would have been Yeah. But So he didn't care. I don't know. Like, they were really cool about me moving here and... So, I don't know. I guess I just haven't done anything too big otherwise recently. Yeah. I just don't tell them. No. <laughs> I was thinking about you moving here. Like, I was curious if they, like, fought you on that at all, but I guess not. That's yeah, really good. Yeah, they were, like, really support. My parents are weird because they were always really controlling as far as, like, media like what i was watching or who i was hanging out with very very strict about guys like completely Uh on a whole new level and it was really i don't know it was like intense but then they're more open about like travel and sort of like other things like that i guess so you know like they're like cool with me traveling alone my sister too yeah and like moving here they're like that's cool where some people's parents i guess don't like that yeah. But I think it's because both of them are kind of travelers. So they get it. Right. That makes sense then. Um. Yeah. So that's something I have to do. Well. It's giving me mixed feelings about the whole thing. Because I'm just fine. like. You're fine. You're going to be good. I know. It's like so weird being an adult. I'm feeling like I still have to like seek the approval of my parents it's in some great. ways. Well, actually, my dad recently told me. I was, like, talking to him about life plans. Yeah. Um, and, like, asking for advice. Because I was, like, I'm so used to them caring about every little thing. Being right. So that, right. And then, like, the little child in me is, like, I need approval. And this is kind of, <laughs> I feel so cliche. But, like, in therapy, I'm realizing how much of it is, like, or thing we, how much approval we want from our parents, even though we might not. Like forefront, realize in the forefront, yeah. But like, it's not like I'm gonna get punished, I just don't want to disappoint them. But, anyways, my dad was basically like, told me, like, it's your life. That's like what my mom said, and I was like, oh, which you said it made me think of it. It shocked me, I was like, oh, it is my life, (laughs) like, yeah, right? That's why, like, well, how come it was never my life before? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like. Literally, it was like, when was when did this change? I needed to know, like, when this became, yeah. like, do what you want. It's your life. Like, I would have been living a whole different... No, but, like... Sort of. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's opened up this whole thing for me where, like... I feel like if I can open up with them about this, it's making me consider having to open up with them about... A lot of other things like I don't necessarily need a very close relationship with 
my dad. Mm-hmm. But I think I should be able to, like, talk to him more than I currently can. Yeah. Like, I feel like... I feel like almost any time I have to call him and talk about something, I'm, like, nervous. Because I just... We're just not... We never talk. Yeah. You yeah. know? And it is because of that. Like, that thing you just said about in therapy. It's like... You want this approval, even if you don't realize it. It's like, you're always nervous. Like, I'm so nervous about what he's going to say, but it's like, Matt was like, well, what's the worst thing he's going to do? He's going to kick you out? Like, he's not. Yeah. Like, but I'm like, I know that's not what I'm worried about. I'm like, weirdly worried about his reaction. You don't want their, like, disappointed. Yes. Like, I just don't want his, like, reaction to be terrible. Will he be mad about, like, the religious side of things or just something else? Or just. Like, yeah, like the living together, not being married. Okay. Like, really upsets him. Because I've seen him get upset with other people. Like, we had neighbors that got married after living together a few years. My dad was, like, saying about the wedding. He's like, I don't even know where we're going to this. Like, I don't even know why it matters. Like, they've been living together. It's not like anything's uh, changing. Like, that's how he feels. Yeah. So. Does he like Matt, at least? Yeah. But that's good. when we broke up, like, my I know that we should have broken up. But my parents see it as, like, Matt broke my heart. And I've told oh. them several times it's not true, but I was, like, crying, crying, crying. Mm-hmm. And they think, like, that's just how they see it. Because I went home that night and was, like, all upset. And then yeah. I was, I told them, I was, like, we were in a fight. Like, this was not that kind of – I've told them after the fact. But they're always going to see, like, their daughter hurt because they, yeah, of this guy. Like, that's what they see. Yeah. My mom said that last night. So it's, like – I they definitely like him, but I think there's this hesitation because of that. The pre well, I feel like it's your situation is unique because I feel like so many times people do break up and it is it was bad and like they get back together because they're lonely or they go yes. old habits and it's not good and maybe someone did do them wrong or it's just time for an end. Yeah. And like with you, I was. Like, I didn't really know. I didn't really know Matt. Or yeah, it was just so weird. Like, yeah. Right after. Right after. You had broken up. But then after you, like, were hanging out with him and I'd met him and then you got back together and I talked to you guys, I feel like your situation is, like, one of those rare ones where you Thank decided you. to, like, you're like, this isn't good. We need to work on ourselves. And you did. And you both, you took time. Yeah. A long time. We are broken up for almost a year and we still talked, like, as friends. Like, I would still text him and, like, I used his gym. But it was only that like he had i dated other people he'd had one actual girlfriend for like a few months and then yeah other than that it was the same as me like just Uh dating people um but we did not like get back together on like a willy-nilly thing um and yeah it's been very different like we just it's the same but also not it's like it's still us it's the same thing but we're just like more mature i guess like we don't freak out about every little thing or like react or like say mean things to the other person like we treat each other with like respect i feel like and it's just all those things have become much more clear on like what we each want and we communicate a lot better um but and that's why we're doing this this is like a step forward and so i just don't want my dad to think like that i'm just compromising my dad wants us. My dad told me when we broke up, like he wants us to get married so bad. Like after you broke up, he yeah, he was like, what? I used to think that he was gonna call me like any day, and like I, my dad, so my dad's just sitting there, like maybe today's <laughs> the day that Matt's gonna call and ask for my permission. Like he just wants that, or he did want that, like so badly. Yeah. Um, I feel yeah. I so feel he was like, so I'm glad that y'all broke up because, like, if that if y'all weren't gonna move to that, it's a good thing that y'all didn't just keep. Like, his point of view was, like, yeah. it was time that y'all should have gotten married. So, if y'all weren't going, moving towards that, it's a good thing that y'all just didn't waste more time and, like, split up. So, he could possibly see this move-in thing as, like, us wasting time. Like, oh, so now you're just uh, going to live together. But, like, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, you... But it's just because it's just not his views. Like, it's yeah. not his... It's not the way that he would want me to have my relationship, but... It's going to be the way that it is, but it just sucks because it's one of those times I have to tell him. Yeah. And so I have to, like, call him and be like, I'm choosing to do this thing that you don't agree with at all. Yeah, it sucks. I know. But I'll tell you what Kristen used to always tell me 
in the words of Bonja. <laughs> she'd be like, it's your <laughs> But like, we're sick. I think it's good to remember. That's so funny. So in the words of Bonja. <laughs> it's your life. Yeah, you're right. I forget. I might even call life. him after this podcast. This might have um, stirred you. some. Stirred. Mm-hmm. stirred the lentil soup to get the film off the <laughs> I like that name for it. (laughs) Only the ghosts can listen. Um, But that was like another theme or another, you know, little, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I wrote down something. My, like, therapist person, the chart she had us or me fill out when I started, she asks if you work out and if you do, like, journaling and yoga and stuff like that. So it was, like, making me think about how those things help. Uh-huh. I mean, I've heard of, like, working. I mean, I know working out because that's Definitely. always been a thing Definitely. for me. Mm-hmm. But I was, like, journaling. And yoga, I've been noticing physical and mental benefits kind of, like, in a meditative way. Yeah, I can I can relate to that. I um, And I used to journal a lot, but I, I've recently stopped because I – I only journal when I feel like I'm overcome with emotions and, like, need to, mm-hmm. like, get them out, which I haven't felt in a long time. Like, I haven't – I emotions used to be so much more, like, up and down. Like, I think I was just, like, unhappy, like, with my job and maybe with even with the relationship or whatever, and I would just journal through. It, like, helps me get thoughts out, I think. Like, it does help with that. So I think all that's, like, helpful. I would like to maybe burn my journal. Like, some people have said to do that. Because I have oh, one that's full, yeah. like, cover to cover. And it's, like, people say to, like, burn it. Um, burn it because it's, like, um, therapeutic to, like, burn the old self or whatever. Because mm-hmm. it has a lot of, like, negative thoughts yeah, in it, yeah. I guess. Because that's usually when people journal. People don't usually pull out their journal and be like, um, I had an amazing day. Like, yeah. you usually pull out your journal and you're like, I'm pissed. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, I know. I used to journal more and I don't know, but then it just kind of is weird. I feel like I'm like writing in a diary. Yeah. It's it takes like a long that, time. I didn't like how long helpful. it took for me to write out a thought. Like yeah. I have this thing I want to say, but writing is so slow that it's just like I don't even write half the stuff I wanted to put in there cuz I'm like this will take too long I know. for me to write everything that I'm thinking. So I've thought of typing it, but that's just not as personable. Like yeah, that's I not Yeah, I like typing out yeah, or it at least yeah, not it doesn't seem as like real. I don't know. But right, writing can be helpful. I feel like it can help with ideas and working things out in different forms. I don't know. I've been journaling like a little bit lately, but well, should we? I feel like after this, we should record our our sponsorship our sponsorship recording. So. So you guys will get a taste of that. We're going to practice um, doing a little sponsor ad, um, which I know is so much fun. I think we can just insert it okay. so we can do it separate. Okay. Did you want to talk about anything else? Or should we s- you said your goals already. Yeah. Any closing remarks? Um, I don't know if I got any. I wrote down about Kanye West's new album. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because it was mental health. I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> because really he's just gone off yet. the deep end so far. Yeah. That's why I heard it down with mental health. Oh, my gosh. But, no, I guess nothing else. Just that Kanye's crazy. That's all. Yeah. He says bipolar. Well, no, he's, like, oh, this, like, religious dude oh, now all bi- of a sudden. Yeah, his religion stuff is weird. I don't know. I mean, like, I know bipolar people and manic whatever. It's real it's just interesting that he's just go. he's just i don't know so in the public eye and we're seeing all yes transformations well, and he's clearly like very talented creative man he's just like he says he'll never play any of his old music now because he's a man of god and, and he so he'll like only play this album yeah He'll he's oh, just going weird. in this like, like and my parents don't get it my parents really like him that's hilarious i love your parents my dad has two um 
My dad has two pairs of Yeezys. Oh, my God. Like, real ones. <laughs> Your dad is hilarious. And, yeah, and they're like, oh, well, Kanye, like, he's seen the light. Like, he's so great. Like, he's super religious. I'm like, y'all have no idea. Like, yeah. and I told my mom, I said, did you actually listen to the album? She's like, no. But her one song, it sounded good. It's like, okay. Because I said he was, I said, he's crazy. And my dad goes, oh, I guess when you become religious, you have to be crazy, huh? And I'm like, no, he's actually crazy. Like, you don't he understand. He's mentally ill. Yes. We'll see what, where he goes from here. <coughs> I feel like, not that 